0: Welcome to The New Yorker for April 29, 2013. There are seven articles this week. In the financial page, James Surowiecki delves into the gray economy. Then, William Finnegan examines how a U.S. citizen was trapped in the immigration system. Following that, Ian Parker chews over Noah Baumbach's change of direction. And in the current cinema... Anthony Lane reviews the science fiction movie Oblivion, starring Tom Cruise, and the French film In the House. But we begin with the first of three articles on the Boston Marathon bombings. First, in A Place in History, George Packer writes about Boston before and after.
1: Boston is a city where history has already happened. The shots heard round the world, which Patriots' Day commemorates, were fired in Lexington and Concord 238 years ago. Sacco and Vanzetti were arrested almost a century ago and electrocuted in Charlestown Prison in 1927. The last curses and rocks of the busing crisis were hurled in South Boston in the late 1970s. After that, Boston largely withdrew from the world stage and settled comfortably into its eternities. Its teams, its universities, its terrible drivers, its brick landmarks, its aggrieved enclaves, its red maples. Those traditions have given the city a certain insularity. Boston belongs to families that have been there longer than Fenway Park, and to students and tourists, but on a temporary basis. They're just passing through. People boast of being New Yorkers after living here for just a few months, But you can spend years, or even decades, in Boston without feeling like a Bostonian. The city has a thousand charms, but it has always been easier to like than to love. Every year, though, one day is different, Marathon Monday. America's and the world's runners come to Boston, and Boston welcomes them ecstatically. Training for a marathon is the loneliest experience in all of sports, and long-distance runners are existential beings, compounded of stamina and frail flesh. For months, they focus on themselves obsessively, selfishly. Mileage, splits, shoes, shin splints, carbs. In mid-April, they converge on Boston, where, later than Point south, the daffodils and tulips are coming into bloom. On the morning of Patriot's Day, the gun goes off in Hopkinton. And as the solid mass of solitary souls makes its way past the starting line on the eastward journey to Copley Square, the runners begin to learn that the Boston Marathon is not for individualists.